everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Migas. And we are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube. So if at any point during the live stream you have any questions or comments, please do leave them in the comment section in the live chat, and we'll do our best to get to them during the live stream. So the topic of the day is upcoming Mac hardware announcements. Some or maybe all of them are rumored to happen at WWDC. The keynote for that is June 7th. Um, and there's, it kind of seems like most of the Mac lineup is getting a refresh. So I guess, what can we expect? Michael? Uh, <laughs> That's you over mean, to you, but buddy. <laughs> what, what, can we, what we can expect at WWDC? Um, possibly nothing, you know, uh, sometimes Apple, these rumors exist. Uh, uh, I don't know if, if you remember, but last year, the new iMac was rumored to land, um, right. with the new design and all that stuff. And that didn't happen until, until this April. So, you know, rumors aren't always accurate. Apple takes time to build these things. Uh, prototypes float around. However, this is a little bit different because we have this, um, Apple Silicon transition, now, Apple has said it's a, a two-year transition, and all the rumors kind of say that this will be basically done by the end of 2021, with the exception of the super high-end Mac Pro, which would be 2022, based on the rumors. Now, every single consumer product has gotten an M1 chip. So that's the MacBook Air, the mm -hmm. Mac Mini, the, the, the 599 Mac Mini. The 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro, is, which is essentially a higher-end consumer device, it's not really a Pro device, even though it has some features of the of the 16-inch Pro. Um, it's you know, it's it's a it's a casual Pro laptop. I'll take that personally. <laughs> I've got the 13. I mean, I do too. I use it for work, but I you know, no, when you when you think of those Pro laptops, you think of higher-end graphics, bigger screens, things like that. And also the iMac obviously just got the M1 chip as well. As well, Th those are all. The, it's the same. It's essentially the same chip in all four machines. And the mm -hmm. iPad Pro. Don't forget that. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, we're talking Macs. That's not really a Mac, but okay, yeah, that, well, that that's the same chip. I'm too. just thinking M1 everywhere. But yeah, you know, yeah, you're right. True, okay. true. And you know, the M1 is is a super fast chip, um, but it's a it's a consumer chip. It tops off at 16 gigs of RAM. All of the Macs have two Thunderbolt. Uh, ports. It's not, you know instead of four on, on the higher end ones. Um, uh, we, we're they're they're good, but they're not the best. And from mm -hmm. what we read, there's going to be uh, an M the, before the M2. There there will be an M1X chip, which um, true to Apple's kind of you know the chip development. The A, like, like, so the, the last time we saw an X was, was, was with the A12. There was, I think it was the A12, the A12X, and it was, you know, significantly faster. It was for the iPad Pro, significantly faster than what Apple had in the, in the iPhone. Or maybe it was the 11X. It, was, it might have I been the 12Z. There was the oh, 12Z, I remember. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, the, the, the X chip is a, is a faster version of the, the standard chip. Mm -hmm. So the M1X, based on the rumors, is going to be significantly faster than the current model. So the current model has four high-performance cores and four high-efficiency cores for a total of eight. According to rumors, that will be bumped to 10 with um, eight high-performance cores and two high-efficiency cores. So that's significantly faster 
and benchmarks and 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 sustained sustained rendering and all the things like this, plus a a higher RAM limit, most likely to sixty four gigs. So we're talking about you know uh, the same family, the same classification of chip, but something that's way 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 faster. I didn't answer the question you asked me at all. I don't know how I got here. You asked me if we're going to see him at WWDC. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. But right. this is what we will see if if they do launch yeah. um, in whatever it's 10 days. Eventually. Oh. Yeah. So, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I was just, I think I'll, the second part of my question was what exactly is due for? Yeah. This? So I, I anticipated that okay. and answered that one first. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I was go just going to say the thing, the, the, the point that Michael is making is that these rumors, all seem logical and rational and that's likely what the lineup will look like yep. say six months down the road the question mm-hmm. is you know as to whether we get it at wwdc you know it would be a, a bit of a surprise if we got that much hardware all at once at what is really a developers conference mm-hmm. uh it, you know now apple it, maybe it's they've they've used it before it, it depends on but for like this their, amount on, of hardware on, on their mood. well the imac that's pro a lot was, of hardware the, the imac pro launched at um at WWDC and didn't ship until December. The mm-hmm. Mac Pro launched at WWDC, didn't ship until December. The the uh, we we've gotten MacBooks at WWDC before. I mean, do I think we're going to get all of them? No. I think we could get the 14 and the 16 inch, the rumored 14, 16 inch MacBook Pro could yep. could arrive. We could get the the higher end Mac Mini because that's also a Pro machine. We could get a peak. At the Mac Pro, you know, Apple likes to do these kind of sneak peek preview things at that conference. The reason why I'm a little bit more bullish on these things announcing here is because, well, for one, they're they're for developers. These are the machines sure. that that's the audience, you know, the coding and and rendering and, and things like that. Things that they're going to do require these machines, and because we're talking about a whole new architecture here. In, in, in my mind, developers still haven't gotten the Apple Silicon transition. I'm sure a lot of them use you know, an, an M1 Mac Mini or an M1 MacBook Pro, but they're not comparable to the high-end Intel machines that they, that they would have bought, the 27-inch iMacs, the Mac Pros. So Apple still has to really sell this stuff to developers, why we're abandoning Intel, why it's better. You know, 16 gigs of, gigs of RAM, that's not enough when you're doing the type of things that, that you know, these developers do. So I think that they have to sell it. I think that, that this is the audience to sell it to. So at the very least, I expect to see a, a demonstration of the M1X chip charts and things. And one, if not uh, two or three of these uh, machines to make their debut in a week and a half. And I don't know if they're going to ship immediately. There's a lot of issues mm-hmm. with um, supply shortages and, and constraints and things in the industry as a whole, not just Apple. It hasn't really affected Apple yet because they're in a bit of a unique position. For one, they have gazillions of dollars and two, they make their own stuff. So it's a little bit different, but um, it's still going to affect them in some way. I, we see it now, the IMAX, the IMAX delayed till the end of June already. And that's, you know, that's, that's not an iPhone, that's an IMAX. So, you know, there's definitely constraints built into all that stuff. But um, it certainly looks like to me that we're going to get at least the unveiling of the next generation or the next phase of the Apple Silicon transition. Yeah, I, I do think that the most logical and likely 
hardware announcement would be the MacBook Pro, the, yeah. four, the rumored 14 and 16 inch mm -hmm. models. And, uh, you know, the, the only thing that, that I guess I, I think might hold things up is Apple also has to talk about iPad OS, yeah. iOS 15, Mac OS. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of a lot. software, yeah. which is also crucial to developers. And I just wonder how many things Apple can squeeze into, I guess, what would be a two hour keynote. Uh, you know. uh, I don't remember how long WWDC last year was, but they've been keeping them to an hour for the smaller yeah. events. I don't remember. Um, I mean, remember, this is, it's a, it's a produced, a heavily produced um, presentation. It's not live. There's no applause breaks. There's no uh, demos. You know, everything is condensed and, you know, they, they certainly can do it. Will they? I mean, I, you're right. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was interesting that a couple of weeks ago, we got that, that Apple music stuff that could have been a WWDC announcement and, and they made the decision to either take it out of that keynote or to just do it on its own, which frees up a little bit of time. Maybe, I don't know. You know, we'll, 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 we'll see, but you're right. iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS 12, TV OS, watch OS 8. Like we know those are coming and that's a, that's a significant chunk of time that they have to go through all these features. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that if we saw an actual release or an announcement with a with a later ship date, again, it would be the MacBook Pros. But I do think, Michael, you make a good point that they might tease the upcoming Mac Pro, the upcoming you know professional version of the Mac Mini, just to say these are coming yeah. this fall or yeah, I mean, later maybe this or, summer. Or, or, or maybe it is, it's next year because they did say two years. So yeah. the Mac Pro, specifically the Mac Pro, which is ultra high end, I mean, it's $6,000 at the moment that could be another year down the line because that's a whole new architecture. That's not just an M2 here. It's a little bit faster. That's, you know, we're talking about taking away uh, PCI slots, uh, RAM modules, storage all, uh, upgrades, all the all these aftermarket things. We don't know if Apple's going to have a way to do that with their own chip. Uh, will it use NVIDIA and AMD uh, graphics cards? There's a lot of, of to unpack there. So that might not be ready yet. But the higher end Mac Mini, that's a that's just the high end version of, of what we have now. That that could that that could release. It's yeah. it's I mean, there there's a the the transition has gone a lot quicker than I thought it would. And I'm sure that's by design. You know, under promise, over deliver. That's that's the Steve Jobs way. If you remember the Intel transition was supposed to take two years as well, and they were done in like a, like a I don't know, less than 18 months. And I, I, I expect the same thing here. You know, you 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 say you you give yourself a cushion and then you you roll it out quicker. I think it's been extraordinarily successful thus far. Uh, the iMac is awesome. You know, the what I've used uh, of the M1 chip is is incredible. What what they're doing is is great. Uh, we were talking on the Mac World podcast the other day, and you know, it's a shame that Steve Jobs isn't alive and for a lot of reasons, but specifically. Like this is he he would he would have loved this. This is yeah. what he wanted all along to make the entire stack for the Mac. You know this is this was his dream, and you know they they're they're almost there, where they control every bit of the Mac and everything is done on their terms. I do agree. It'll be sooner rather than later. It won't take two years. This will all be rolled out by the end of the year. Even if, you know, all right, so let's say they announce the Mac Pro in the That's, fall and it doesn't ship till January or something, but it'll be done. They, even you know, if the Mac Pro isn't, is, waits until next WWDC, it's still, it's still two years, two year, uh, under two years. We'll see it long before then, though. 
I don't know. I don't know. Long before, maybe. Like I said, that's a that's a significant undertaking. It's a it's a big difference than taking a a, a Core i five MacBook Pro and slapping an M one. And that's essentially the same machine, just yeah. you know, different silicon. The Mac Pro, that's that's very very different because you have to think about again extend, expandability. If they take away the the ability to buy a graphics card or RAM or storage after the fact internally, that's that changes the way people work. You know, putting an M1 in a, in a MacBook, you're essentially doing the same thing. You know, for you and I. Yeah, that's it's an just, engine swap, basically. Yeah, that's, it's, that's all it is. So, like, there's a there's a lot more there, both in engineering and in marketing. So, uh, we'll we'll see about the Mac Pro. I, I mean, I don't even know what or how many they sell at the moment because it's $6,000 ultra high end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's even, I mean, like there was the power Mac G4. I had one of those that was affordable. This is like, Whoa, it's, it's, that's, this is in the stratosphere. Yeah, they, so yeah, they left me in the dust. Even, <laughs> and, and you know, I like right, my right. Mac even, hardware, even, but can't afford even I do not have a Mac pro, <laughs> nor will I have one for the foreseeable future. So, right. yes, so, those so, are we're, expensive. so we're talking about selling it to, to real enthusiasts uh real particular real users, users people yeah. who can really use yeah. it yeah right of course. right so it's not going to be uh oh here we're we're putting an m2 in there and by the way you can't do anything with it that you did before <laughs> so i want to talk a little bit about the the chips that's that's going to be inside so is it going to be and please forgive me if you've already mentioned this. Is it going to be all of them across the board in M1X? Some of them having the M1 and then some of them having an M1X or what, my, I guess, what my, does it look like? Yeah. I mean, my, my guess is, is Apple has released every M1 machine. Okay. Cause that, that's the, every consumer Mac has been. Right, released. right, right. Yeah. Okay. The, so the iPad air got the a 14. So that's, that's the line with the iPad line. So the mm-hmm. iPad Pro has has the M1. It don't get the M2 in a year, year and a half. Right. On the Mac side, we have the MacBook Air. We have the um, uh, the 13-inch MacBook Pro, which may or may not be going away if they release a 14-inch version in, in a year or so. And then we have the iMac. That's it. Those are those are your three consumer Mac. Oh, the Mac Mini. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot about the Mac Mini. Those, those four. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Next year, they'll get the M2 year after they get right. the m3 so apple has established that the 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 m1 m2 m3 the 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 whole number if you will is the mm-hmm. low end chip and gotcha. now the m1x will be the higher end chip it, we, we saw this with the iphone on the ipad for years it's the same it's the same philosophy you're taking the same architecture and you're amping it up for the for a more for you know for a higher end device the iPad Pro has an M1. It's essentially an A14X. You know, for all intents and purposes, it's it's an A14X. But you know, now they call that chip the M1. So that's the the M1 is now what the iPad X chip was before. The M1X chip will be a super higher end version of what that was compared to the M1. That probably makes no sense to most people, but once you see it, it'll make sense. I was just going to ask, Michael, do you think, you know, literally following along with what you're saying, all right, so the consumer devices are the M1 chip. The pro pro devices will be the M1X or whatever. The one question I have is, do you think that the Mac Pro might have 
yet one more variation. Maybe the Mac Pro, the top, top, top high-end one gets mm. the M1Z Absolutely. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean the way the way it is now, they have the 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 Mac Pro has has those those Intel Xeon workstation class processors. They're, I mean, they're not comparable to the Core i5s and i7s. They're they're in tremendous. It's a whole different ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. I believe that you know you can go up to I think a terabyte of memory on those. You can't do that on a on a on an iMac. So yeah, I think that absolutely. There's a third chip. In development maybe it'll be the m2x who knows i don't know i don't know what the numbers the 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 the, the nomenclature is going to be but i do think that that machine specifically that machine will have its own processor maybe it'll be called the the m1 workstation i doubt it that's a terrible name <laughs> it'll <Yeah>. be something <laughs> yeah no i don't think they're going to call it the m1 no, they'll, they'll they'll call it something to to differentiate it yeah from these, mm-hmm. these other chips yeah yeah because obviously remembering last year the big announcement of wwdc at least on the hardware side last year was the m1 and the transition the to apple yeah silicon. well they, they didn't exactly. call it the m1 they called it apple yes. Apple silicon yeah apple yeah, silicon yeah, yeah that, right, that right. was the big deal we all knew it was coming but it was yeah. that was the change yeah so yeah it feels like i mean i'm i don't want to speculate too much but it feels like at minimum, there could be like some some sort of new chip news because, like you said, Mike, it's it, this is the audience for it. Yeah, I think so. I, I would bet I would bet a bit a bit of money that we're gonna get some some announcement of some new Mac running a new chip. How 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 many there are? It could be the Mac Mini and, and the MacBook Pro. I mean, they I don't know if they're mm-hmm. essentially the same architecture with different with different chassis. They they can announce them both at the same time. Right. And that there's also discussion and, and, and speculation that we're going to get a design change too. Yeah. Right. For yeah. everything. They're going to look, they're going to look more like oh. the iPad pro. Yeah. More squared off and, and yeah. sharper edges. And uh, the touch bar might be going away. Please. Um, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, the, the touch bar gets a bad rap. Like it was, it was, it was an okay. It's idea. not a bad thing, but no, I, I, it's, it's just, it's just, it's not, it's not functionally good. It doesn't add. Yeah, it doesn't. Cause you, you're taking you, you're, you're looking at another screen for no reason. And yeah, yeah. So that allegedly is going away. I wonder if they're going to push that to the consumer models or just get rid of it completely. Um, I don't know. I've gone on record as like a touch bar fan. I think it's yeah, great. Some people are, you know, when, when, whenever I tweet about it on, on, on the macro Twitter, I get plenty of people that say, Hey, you know, I, I like it. Yeah. So I'm you with know, to, to each, to each his own. I'm sort of Maybe. agnostic. Yeah. Like, I'm neutral. I don't hate it. Yeah. But I, I just don't think it I adds don't, anything. I don't, really care. It, it, I don't, right. I don't hate it either. I mean, it's right. It, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, I never use it. It doesn't add to my workflow. You know, when I use it, <laughs> I use it when I need to use a function key for yeah. the volume or for a screenshot or something exactly <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't really change anything because i'm so used to looking at the screen i i don't look i don't actively look at my keyboard to do things mm-hmm. so yeah the touch might be going away we they, they might be bringing back a few a few ports among them hdmi yay and oh the, wow uh, the, that'd the be SD, huge yeah that would be that would be a big change and the sd card reader as well also huge coming back uh, four Thunderbolt ports, which is, I mean, that's that's table stakes, yeah. and possibly, uh, I just lost my train of thought. MagSafe, but, um, MagSafe, that's what it was. Yeah, possibly the 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 return of MagSafe in some way. Now, I, I've been kind of flummoxed by this rumor because 
the iPhone 12 introduced MagSafe. They call it MagSafe. Right. It's not what was on the MacBook. I mean, it's a different thing. So is it going to be that? Is it going to be something else? Also, the iMac has a magnetic power connector that isn't MagSafe, but it's magnets and it's power. So I, I don't know where this falls in between all that. I mean, I think a lot of people miss MagSafe and, and as do I, it was a cool feature. What I don't necessarily miss is another proprietary power connector. No, so if they do, yeah. if they do bring back MagSafe, I hope they keep the ability to charge via USB-C, so you have that mm -hmm. option as well. Uh, you know, when you're traveling, you don't have to bring yet another plug. But yeah. um, we'll see what it, what it's called, what what it is. But there's certainly a lot of a lot of smoke to that particular rumor. So I think there's something involving magnetic charging coming to the to the new uh, MacBook. And, you know, smaller bezels, that's where you get the 14-inch model because they're taking the 13-inch and, and basically just making that screen a little bit bigger. Um, Has there been talk about the screen itself, Michael? Like any plans for mini-LED? Possibly the... mini-LED. Okay. Yeah, there's there's some maybe in the 16-inch only, right. like like we did, like we see with the iPad. That would probably increase the price because, Ooh. you know, it's it's a big screen and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a more expensive screen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that I'm not entirely sold on. I don't know if you necessarily need it. I don't know if you really need it in the iPad either. I mean, it's nice, but mm -hmm. Apple's screens are, are great. Who the hell puts their computer to 500 nits of brightness? Nobody. I mean, wh what are we working in here? Like, sounds like a headache. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I mean, mine's barely especially in a darkened probably. room. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my god. You so know, like when, yeah. when they talk about it, like, oh, like my my iPad can go to 1200 nits of brightness. Great. Who's doing that? <laughs> I like what surgery, I want to squint you know? thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's very bright. I mean, we we all Get test the sunburn when, when I know? when I test my my iPhone. I I you know I put it up to a light and I I, I measure it, but who like no one's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all theoretical possibilities. But yeah, maybe maybe mini LED. Um, otherwise, you know, a very very good LCD. I've got a quick question about MagSafe. This is kind of more of a practical question, if anything what's the, what's the draw, I guess. So let's say besides like, it's cool. Yeah. The, the selling point back in the day was um, when you tripped over it, it, it disconnected. And didn't or when the dog up. ran by. Ah, computer off okay. Yeah. I see. So I it, see. It, it, they would just was, separate was, and you were good. It was a strong enough connection to stay connected, but a weak enough connection where if you yanked it, 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 it came loose. I understand. Now that's not something that happens you know, daily, but it does happen. It only has it to does. happen once. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So uh, it, it was, it was a neat, it was a neat feature. Um, when was that? 20, I think 2015, they got rid of it. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while. Uh, again, it would be a proprietary connector though, because I mean, how else are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to have like a MagSafe USB-C. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but but it should be noted that when Apple introduced MagSafe for the iPhone, they didn't take away charging from the port. So hopefully, right, right, right. MagSafe just adds and doesn't take away. Because if it's MagSafe plus USB C, I'm that's fine. I'm I'm that's all for good. that. Yeah, yeah, an extra an extra way to charge is fine. Nice. Uh, what else? So the the Mac Mini could be getting a redesign as well. Mm -hmm. uh, possibly thinner. Uh, maybe um, uh, there was a, a John Prosser floated the idea of like a two-tone color, maybe silver and space gray or white and white and space gray or something uh, for, for Thunderbolt ports. Again, you know, they, they it, it lost that with the M1 chip. So, so that's good. That's, that's the, 
one of the bigger things between so the m1 the m1x is mm-hmm. the the m1 has a, a thunderbolt controller for for there's two of them on there because the imac has it the higher end imac has four thunderbolt ports uh wait no they have two thunderbolt ports and two usb us two usb c ports so the controller is capable of doing four usb c and two thunderbolt however it breaks down um, none of the M1 Max have four Thunderbolt ports. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a there's a there's an inherent limitation with the with the controller and the chip. However, they 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 work. So it looks like all of these um, M1X Max will have four Thunderbolt ports. Which again, the people that need these machines want that need that. Uh, Mac Mini also might be getting. Um, uh, that magnetic power connector that the iMac has that isn't MagSafe, but is also magnetic. There's a lot of magnets going on with Apple, and they're all called different things. But to be to be clear, the the iMac one. Uh, so we we we're, we're testing it now. It's not MagSafe. That's it's not designed to to break mm-hmm. away. It's it's a very strong connection. If you pull it, the whole computer comes with you. So it's just it's just a nicer way to do it. My guess is it's done because of the thinness of the iMac. There's no way, like like you know, the old ones had those big uh, three prong ports. You can't fit that. It's like ten millimeters thick. The thing. So uh, my guess is this is just a nicer way to do it. Uh, a way for Apple to to have the power to have it. You know, it looks cool with the braided cable, and they don't have that big clunky um, connection. Cool. Did you already talk about any Mac Pro? Well, Mac Pro redesign, it's like, who knows, right? Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a question mark. Yeah. So there, there's a there's a rumor that they're working on a smaller, a smaller case, like kind of like the Power Mac uh, G4 Cube sized. Mm-hmm. But now with that, you you would lose all the expandability. So right. that could be a separate model, maybe um a smaller version of a Mac, slightly less pro. I mean, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, back in the day, they had the power Mac G4 tower, and then they came out with the power Mac G4 cube. The cube died on the vine. I was just going to say any comparing anything to the cube. Right. I mean, listen, it was a, it was a brilliant design. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was was expensive and the, it didn't really have a target audience because like I wanted one, but I wasn't going to pay eighteen hundred bucks for a computer. Uh, pros wanted one, but it didn't do. It didn't have enough power and expandability for them. So it was kind of in the middle there. Now, if Apple were to come out with one now, that was around fifteen hundred bucks or eight seven hundred maybe. You know, because the Mac Mini, I I, I don't know. It's it's it, th- th- there's some cannibalization with the higher end Mac Mini. And then you're talking about well, just 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 buy an iMac because you got the screen well, there. So I mean, again, who would be the target right. audience it's, it's, for that? It's, it's tricky. It's yeah. tricky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless they keep the Mac Pro Intel version around for a couple more years for those people, and they come out with a Mac Pro Tower for like two grand for you know pros that don't need expandability are okay with you know Thunderbolt expandability, but still want to use a Mac and still want this the power of 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 an of an M chip. I don't know. It's uh, like, that's what I was saying before is that it's, it's a tricky sell because, right. you know, developers, first of all, they're, they're, they, they have needs that we don't, but they're also very set in their ways. They, they, they have their workflows. They, 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 they have their scripts and their things that they do, and they don't want that to be messed with. 
So Apple has to be very careful with the, with the next Mac Pro. Right. Great. Well, thank you both so much for calling in and joining and talking hardware at WWDC. Next week, I think we can dive into software, which is, you know, kind of what kind of what the event is about what so i think it'll be, be good. about anyway you know yeah ios 15 you guys can talk about what you're looking i know we've talked about it a lot about um what you're hoping to see for ipad os and like how that relates to the m1 but maybe between then and now there'll be some leaks there'll be some kind of rumors that we can talk about it so next week software but t- today was hardware so thank you both so much for calling in and chatting really appreciate Thanks. it And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, please do give it a thumbs up. And if you're you're over on LinkedIn, you can go over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk. You can like the video over there and subscribe to our channel and hit the bell icon so you never miss a video. If you have any questions or comments that we didn't get to during our discussion, please do leave them in the comments below and I'll get back to you or I'll get back to you on Ken or Mike's behalf. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.